in Tombstone. Crime ruled the streets. Violence stalked the innocent. And every stranger was your enemy. Until Wyatt Earp and his brothers arrived. And now, all hell is about to break loose. Val Kilmer, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, Dana Delaney, Michael Bean, Powers Booth, Charlton Heston. You gonna do something or just stand there and bleed? Justice is coming to Tombstone. In a minute. All right. There we are. All right. Uh, go, Gogs. Uh, welcome to Sleepy the Podcast. That's right, Sleepy the Podcast. We are very tired, or at least me and TJ are. Well, sleepy, sleepy and sick the podcast. Yeah. We, we cough and <laughs> we cough and we We cough and we cough and we cough and we the sleepy and sicky show. Uh, what did we watch? Is- Tonight, it's the first week of November. November. <laughs> How are we saying this? It, it's uh, yeah, yeah November works. November, and we watched a uh, man's man movie, Tombstone. Uh, this is probably going to be like a fucking Chris Farley show episode where we're just going to glow about it. Yeah, this so. would, this definitely would have fallen if we still did the two good rule. I would have. Put the hammer down on this. This movie's too good to talk about. I feel like we're going to have very little to say about it. Uh, I mean, I have some things to say about it. But it's one of those movies, I think we'll get into it, that I I know I can't look at it objectively. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's too it's too close. There's, I got rose-colored glasses. I feel like any kind of glasses you're going to look at this. It's just a good movie. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it's like... Uh, Watching uh, Batman Forever or something as a kid, and then watching it now, like that movie sucks. Like, <laughs> like you're, I feel I like that movie sucked when we were kids too. I feel so. like my, it's a, that was a bad example, but um, no, that movie that movie slapped when I was a kid. Yeah, I think like I really loved Batman and Robin when I was young. You were older when Batman and Robin came out. Fine. Whenever yeah. it came out, I feel like I loved it. <laughs> you were like you were in like uh, high school, I think, when that came out. Dude, that's young, son. Middle school, maybe. If I don't have a mortgage, that's young. <laughs> yeah, Bat- Batman Forever with that soundtrack, like I love that. Movie. Was that Seal? Was that Kiss from the Rose? That was yeah. Batman Forever, yeah. And what was the YouTube banger on that one? Catch me, kiss me, kill me, hold me, kill me, like hold me, kill me, kiss, kiss me, thrill me, hold me, yeah, something, something like that, something. something like that. All right, let's get into what we watched this week. So I can go to bed soon. Uh, Sean. Uh, I just watched like three thirty for thirties. I watched the Brian Bosworth one. He cries that a lot, one's which great. Is, it's good, and like you can tell, he's like contrite about things, but he cries like way too much. They talk about uh, it. Would not career? recommend. Very briefly, I wish it was more about his movie career. If it was just like a two-hour dissertation on Stone Cold, like <laughs> I would have liked that better. But, uh, but like no, being on the gas that much makes you all hyper, like emotional, right? Yeah, but it's like the stuff he did would be so like non-controversial now. I guess just because of when it was, it was a big deal. Um, I watched the Ric Flair one. I hadn't seen that one before. How was that? It was good. Ric Flair was like a real piece of shit. Um, as far as his family went, <laughs> just real bad, bad, bad. Bad Always now he wants to fuck his daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's in vogue now. It's very popular. <laughs> I mean, he was the trailblazer, and I watched Broke, which I've seen like I think eight times. And Broke so I've talked good about on the show. Broke is the best one. Like I don't think it's arguable. Yeah, like Broke. Oh, I would. I would argue that the uh, the Boat Jackson one's better. Really? 
I like the Bo Jackson one a lot. Broke's really, really good. But like my top three are like the Bo Jackson one, Broke, um, the Len Bias one's really good. Oh yeah, without bias, that one's really good. That was that was like the first season. The quality, like filmmaking wise, uh, in the newer, I guess, seasons of it, it is really noticeably higher, mm. like production value. Um, but yeah, like I like Bo Jacks, the Bo Jackson one, just because I like Bo Jackson. But I think just as like, if you were coming in like totally cold. To any of the stuff, I think Broke is the best one. Yep, yeah, Broke's got like the best narrative. Like Bo Jackson's yeah. one, just you're like, gonna say if you, like a came in, if you came in not knowing Bo, you didn't know. <laughs> oh, you don't know. We're all we're very old. We all remember that ad campaign. Oh yeah, Bo, you don't know Diddley, and then you're like old as dad had to tell you who Bo Diddley was. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was it. Uh, TJ. Uh, I only watched one thing, um, but it is kind of funny because I feel like uh, I posted about it, and I think Sean discovered the same thing that I did. So um, I've been on a real, this isn't TV the podcast, but I've been on a Hannibal kick. I've been rewatching that whole show. I binged the first two seasons, and I started the third, and then I remembered how bad the third, the third season is, but uh, I'm still going to finish it up. But anyway, I was like in a Hannibal mood, so I was like, I'm going to watch Manhunter. I haven't watched that in years. Uh, and I have the Blu-ray, so I opened the Shout Factory Blu-ray, which apparently I have yet to ever open. And I come to find that there's two discs in there. Uh, there's a theatrical two discs. There's a theatrical <laughs> cut. There's a theatrical cut and a director's cut. I had no idea that this director's cut existed, uh, but unfortunately, I'm here to say that the director's cut is inferior to the theatrical cut. Um, but it's also one of those situations, kind of like the Donner cut of Superman Two, where they they just kind of insert footage that wasn't really finished yet. So, like, you you know what they added because they didn't color correct the footage. And oh. It looks weird. So it's like some every movie, Some of the movies did that where they didn't even, like, their director's cut was, like, storyboard stills. It was awful. Donner, Donner cut, yeah. Oh, was that it? The one I just said, yeah. yeah. Oh. I th- yeah. They've done it. They've done it in other movies too. I well, they did it with uh, one of the Avengers movies too, where they put like animatics in it and re-released it. As that some was kind it. of uh, yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, Manhunter's still a great movie. <laughs> like Manhunter is funny because like Manhunter to me is the most like all that that stuff that uh, the kids love and I love too. That nowadays that whole '80s aesthetic, that uh, outrun slash kind of uh, retro '80s aesthetic with like. The, the beach and the sunsets and the purples and the the blues and all that shit. That is, like, the whole movie. Like, if oh, the anybody, Hotline Miami aesthetic, yeah. I was just about to say, yeah, if anyone ever makes a Hotline Miami movie, they should just use Manhunter as a template because it's just, like, everything is just dripping with that 80s aesthetic. It has, it has a really cool score, but it also has, like, really cheesy, like, uh, I don't, I forget the name of the band, but it's one of those. Is it Tangerine Dream? Uh, no, I would have remembered that. It's somewhat like it's red something. I can't remember. But anyway, they said in the credits. But it's one of those things where the like score part of the movie is really cool, but like the the like cheesy, like these over the top, like Frank Stallone esque, like eighty. No easy way out. It's, it's like that, and it's funny because like the movie, like it tonally, it like doesn't mesh with the movie at all. But it also kind of makes it endearing. You know what I mean? Like, what's it's, the difference with the director's cut? Because I don't know if I've. When you said that, I'm like, did I see the director's cut or the theatrical cut? Because I've only seen the movie since I bought it on Blu-ray. I guarantee you haven't seen the director's cut. You know, because like okay. I said, every time, every time they show you a scene that's either extended or new. It looks completely different, and it's jarring as fuck. Like it's like so jarring. And in certain cases, the like they didn't even get the frame right. Like they didn't. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, they didn't um, box it out correctly. That's not the right word. Um, but uh, I, I know what you mean. They didn't yeah, block, block it. Right? Block, it, block yeah. it. Thank you, thank yeah. you, guy. Um, but that, that, I mean, it sucks because there's there's an ex- there's more Hannibal in this this version. Like the Brian Cox Hannibal. Okay, because he's barely in the theatrical. He's in the. Cut, he's like. only in like two scenes in the original, and this, he's still only in a few scenes, but it's a little bit more extended. They talk a little bit more about Will and Hannibal's history, which is kind of cool. 
Um, it's still a good movie. Like the director's cut is still a solid movie. Like, and I really like Manhunter a lot. Um, but uh, yep. do you like it more than Silence of the Lambs? No, no, I love Silence of the Lambs. I think Manhunter's cool because it's such a, it's like an auteur piece. Like again, it's very eighties Michael Michael Mann. Like it's so fucking eighties. Like it, it's it's like ridiculous. Like it's almost like an art project. It's so fucking eighties. Yeah, and if you uh, if you if you've ever seen To Live and Die in L.A., it's like a very similar like Michael Mann. Even Thief has a lot of elements of that. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But it's really good, and I like its take on the the Hannibal characters. Like, I I enjoy what's his name, the guy that was in like NCIS or something. Is like the main guy. Oh, uh, William Peterson. Peterson. William Peterson. Yeah. Is Kane from RoboCop two the? Yeah, it's uh, what's he's a tooth fairy. Yeah, Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan, he's great in it. Tom Noonan, like yeah. the, the, the the only thing that's a real shame about the movie is Tom Noonan's not in it enough because it's mm. more about Will Graham, like the the William Peterson character, than it is about Tom Noonan. But uh, yeah, Tom and then handsome, handsome, oh, what's his name? Stephen Lang is uh, yeah. the uh, Phil uh, Seymour Hoffman character, an actor we'll be talking about uh, tonight because he's in he's a big part of Tombstone as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a cool movie. I really like it. If you like, uh, if if you like the '80s and you like uh, kind of weird, offbeat, uh, like serial killer procedurals, check it out. Dennis Franz plays Jack Crawford, which is kind of fun. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. There's more good than bad. I, I really enjoy it. I would recommend the theatrical cut, though. It's one of the it's one of the um, director's cuts where you watch it and you go, well, there's a reason why they cut this stuff out because it just doesn't flow as well as the original version does. Um, but that's all I watched besides lots of Hannibal TV show, which is on Netflix and Hulu, which is kind of strange. I don't know. They all, they, yeah, that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, but, uh, it's good. Uh, anyway, uh, and I passed the mic to Alec. Um, I watched, uh, four things, four things. Um, one of which is Borat too. I watched that again. It's, it holds up. It's still funny. <laughs> still funny. Yep. Your thoughts now, up. uh, V the first one. What do you mean? Like, which one do you think is better? This one. I said that last week. Oh, okay. I thought, uh, for some reason, I thought you said you didn't. I said I like the first one better. Uh, Yeah, Gogs is a contrarian. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, What else did I watch? Uh, I watched Evan Almighty. Is that the one where Steve Carell's God? No. Yes. He's Noah. Yeah. He's Noah. He's Noah. Um, that movie's fine. If you liked Bruce Almighty, you like Evan Almighty. And I remember liking Bruce Almighty, and Evan Almighty's perfectly serviceable. Steve Carell's funny. John Goodman's funny as the bad guy. John Goodman is a bad guy? Yeah, I don't remember like that. Evil, he's like an evil senator. Oh. Like in oh, so he's a senator? Like in nice. Amazon original Alpha House. Anybody? <laughs> did, Just like did, that. I know what you're talking about. I never watched it, though. No one did. <laughs> Gary Trudeau wrote that show. Who? The guy that did Doonesbury. Oh, oh shit. I think I meant Justin Trudeau. Oh, you meant That's Gary. what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant Justin Thurman. Um, Justin Thoreau <laughs> watched a, a, a Simon Pegg movie called Absolutely Anything about uh, hmm. he gets like alien powers and can do anything I thought it was about uses. the things that Sean will put up his butt oh <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop doing it's also, that it's also that anything's, so, a dildo if, anything's a dildo if you're brave enough <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he gets alien superpowers. Yeah, there's like the aliens are going to blow up the Earth, but they they need to see if humans are redeemable or not. So they give him powers to do anything and see what he does with it. And hijinks ensue. How'd you watch that? It's fine. Um, <laughs> Tubi, I think. Tubi, Tubi, ori- t- Tubi. It was not a Tubi original. It was on Tubi. <laughs> Is it newer? I love Tubi. I mean, a Simon Pegg, it can only be so old. I want to, like, 
It had him and Kate Beckinsale as the lead, so it was probably like five or six years old at least. Yeah, 2015, I just found it. Yeah, because she's, she's too old to be in stuff now. That's true. <laughs> she's like 32. Yeah. She's waiting on that Tiptoes sequel. Oh, it's it's um, oh. written and directed by Terry Jones from um, Monty Python. Didn't he die? He did. Like Out recently. of embarrassment? <laughs> January of this year, he died. Um, the last thing I watched was Teen Wolf. Hell yeah, Teen Wolf. That movie is something else. I love that movie. That, why, does the, why does the high school have two basketball teams? <laughs> that they always, don't. Or wait. They kind of do, yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> huh. Yeah. Me and Anthony have been confused about that for fucking twenty years. I, I don't I, recall I, that. I, Explain. I didn't even. I don't. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, the kid goes to the high school, doesn't he? Yeah, he's on the opposite team. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> Is it also, like a JV varsity thing? Also, did you? Did, did, <laughs> they have different names, I think. Yeah, it's totally, yeah, it's totally the different teams. And the dragons at the same school. Also, Alec, did you know about the guy that like shows his dick at the end of the movie? Yeah, yeah I, I read about, about that. It's not uh, <laughs> it, apparently it's not a guy; it's a girl. What? And it's just her zipping her pants up. Boo! But uh, thought it was like a sleepaway camp thing. That movie is quite possibly the most '80s movie I've ever seen in my life, and that includes movies that like spoof the '80s. <laughs> it is absurd. the The fashion. The like lingo, the music. Oh my god, it is just like it's crazy. Have you ever seen the sequel with Jason Bateman? I have not. I, not- I feel like it's called Teen Wolf Two, like as well. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was re- I was reading on IMDb. Apparently, Michael J. Fox hated filming this so much that he refused to do that. <laughs> But this also came out the same year as uh, Back to the Future, so his star was on the rise. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie, it's 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 something else. It's it's enjoyable from like a making fun of nostalgia kind of way, but it's not a very good movie, and Michael J. Fox might be the worst fictional basketball player I've ever seen in my life. He's also like <laughs> tall, so he's, he would naturally not be a great basketball player. Yeah, so is Muggsy Bogues. That is true, but he's the exception to the rule. What about Penny Hardaway? He was Penny Hardaway is like six, six seven. Penny Hardaway is not three. You're thinking of that you're little. Thinking, you're thinking, thinking of that little, little penny. I think a little penny. You're thinking of the puppet. Oh man! But it uh, <laughs> looks like Chris Rock, if I remember correctly. A little yeah. penny is like eight inches tall. Yeah, it's it's, 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 an, it's an interesting it's an interesting movie to say the that, least. I'm just looking it up. Like, you never seen Teen Wolf? No, no, I've, I've seen it, but I'm just like looking up stats because I'm curious. What do you think the budget on Teen Wolf was? It was like a million year? dollars, wasn't it? One point two million dollars made eighty million. Wow, that's a come up. That's a huge hit. No wonder they made Teen Wolf Anything else? Uh, no. And um, you pass the mic to. Um, I guess Gogs, you're left. You're the one left, right? That is correct. She's standing alone. I watched uh, <coughs> two things. I think two things to completion. Um, <laughs> I, I watched uh, Cannibal Ferox. Oh God, dude! Really? Why Cannibal Ferox? The fucking Never saw it. They say the movie, or they say the movie. They say the word "twat" seven thousand times in that movie. I, I like can't. That movie's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. But I mean, it's like it's not just awful in the sense that it's awful. It's awful in like it's awful in all three phases. Like there's nothing. It's awful. Like yeah, like, you should watch all three Cam- phases being like offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah, right. There's nothing. They don't have any- <laughs> No good look. I mean, you should watch uh, Cannibal Holocaust. That's a much better movie. It's still bad. Well, Cannibal Holocaust is a good movie, except there's just I can't deal with the animal murder in the movie. There's a shit ton of animal murder in this one too. Yeah, that shit's gross. 
Like, like, but like everyone, no yeah. one's likable. The plot's stupid. The, the effects are terrible. Like everything's bad. The ADR is garbage. Like nothing's. I guess it was shocking in the seventies. Well, the ADR is bad because it was shot. It's like all those other Euro horror movies. It's shot in Italian, so they're all, all it's all they're all bad. It's always well. Bad. It's just it reminded me of what's that movie that uh, Cabin. Cabin Fever guy made the, the bear chew. It's a Green Inferno. It's a yeah. definite. I mean, Green Inferno is an homage to that and Cannibal Holocaust. Well, he did it better. So good job. Um, Green Inferno is better than this. This is awful. Um, but then I watched a movie I did like. I watched Amazon Original Get Duked. The fuck is that? Um, they just put it out. It's about like so. It's. I, I probably got some like shine points because it's Scottish and everyone's got fun Scottish accents. It's much like the subtitles on. Oh uh, yeah. I had the subtitles. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about, so the idea is that they take these four delinquent, well, three delinquents and one like homeschooled loser. And they're going to go do this thing called the Duke of Edinburgh challenge or something where they drop them off in the Scottish Highlands and they, they have to like, find their way across to some end point. And then at some point in the movie, you find out that they're being hunted for sport by like the elites. Um, like the old, it, it ends up being a big fuck you boomer sort of thing at the end. Um, but it's, it's funny. It's goofy. It's like, it, it's, it's real silly. And like the, the, the four main characters are really good. I liked it a lot. Amazon original, excuse me. Amazon original, get duked, and it's got a lot. It's got a great. It's got a soundtrack slaps. I got anybody that we know? Nobody. I oh wait, like maybe there's like this one female cop that she looked familiar. I know I've seen her in something. I've seen her in like a Simon Pegg movie. Um. Oh, supposedly Eddie Izzard is in it. I didn't recognize him, but he's in it. Um. As like, apparently he's the bad guy, or one of the bad guys. But no, it's it, it's funny. I, I liked it. It's it's goofy and uh, it's got the dad from um, Braveheart. He's like a farmer. Not the not not Braveheart's dad. The other dad, the one gets his hand cut off. I don't remember Braveheart enough to remember that actor, so it doesn't matter. He but gets all. They get they get all high on mushrooms and they lead a charge of farmers singing DJ Beatroot songs. It's pretty good. Sounds fun. It's yeah, it's worth a look. And Amazon's been jamming it down my throat for the last week, so I was like, why not? But Anything I enjoyed it. That's it. All right. Uh, well, then let's get. This into- is going to be so fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is going to be like a twenty-five minute episode. Uh, so, uh, what happened in Tombstone? Uh, God. All right, movie opens to uh, Mexican wedding that gets uh, wedding crashed. And this like, scene is fantastic. By that way. scene is like, great. Yeah, such a great opening scene. Like it's um, yeah, it's, it's so, so good. It makes you wish it didn't have the like two minutes of uh, exposition at the very beginning. The narration, like, right? Like they're talking about the wild New York West. City, when the yeah. stuff happened and I things. And I feel like you could cut that out, and the movie would be fine. Like, There's a yeah. fair amount in this movie you can cut out, honestly, and it would be fine. Uh, I mean, specifically that intro. I don't think it really. I mean, I get why they did it because they're trying to, you know, put you in the historical context of the movie. I, I think they're trying to sell this as a much more historically accurate movie than it actually is. Yeah, well, most based on true story movies do, and they're almost always not very accurate at all. Right. This one's pretty embellished, but anyway. I mean, so you, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either. But I'm just saying. Well, I, here's the thing. I'll bring it up later. It, it it leads itself to they could have made some some edits later, and it wouldn't have affected anything from a what is really the, happened perspective. Is the, is the the Kevin Costner wider movie more historically accurate? I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. So now uh, I watched it. How was it? It was exactly how you think it was. Great. Well, I guess we can talk about this now real quick. So, like, that's one of the funniest things about this movie, right? Like, Kevin Kevin Costner was supposed to be Wyatt Earp in this movie. Thank God he wasn't. And 
he wanted a bunch of creative control and he wanted like I think he wanted to direct it possibly. Maybe he didn't want yeah. to direct it, but he wanted control over final cut and he wanted a bunch of creative control things. And they're like, fuck you, no, like no, no thanks. Can you imagine and, a less charismatic pairing than Kevin Costner and Dennis Quaid? Yeah. So so anyway, so he decided he got pissed off. He's I'm, like, I'm a cowboy, you gotta <laughs> pump up the volume. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he got pissed off and decided he was going to make his own movie, and that's where Wyatt Earp came in. He made his own fucking version of Tombstone that tanked that no one remembers. That apparently is three hours and thirty two minutes long. Jesus. And I think it comes out. It came out the same year, the year before, same year. I think came out ninety four. When yeah, when did Tombstone came out? I got my my director's special edition right here. Tombstone came out ninety three. Oh my god! So he did it a year later and a hundred times worse. So anyway, uh, Mexican wedding gets broken up by the Cowboys, and you're introduced to some of the most charismatic bad guys of cinematic history, um, including Powers Booth and Movie the Podcast MVP utility player Michael Bean. Michael Bean. The cast in this open. The down. cast of this movie fantastic. Pause. The male cast in this movie. Amazing. Yeah. You already said the cast. Yeah. Ah, but so. Michael Bean, Michael Rooker, fucking. Michael Steve, Rooker. Stephen Lang. Thomas fucking, Hayden Church. Tom, Val Kilmer. Kurt Russell. Sam Elliott. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Charlton Heston. And he barely gets a mention. Charlton Heston is Hooker. <laughs> like, I'm so. Sir William Zane. Yeah, Billy, yeah, Billy Zane. Zane is in it for like, Put a cork in his Zane. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that I'd say Billy Zane gives the strongest female performance in the entire movie. Uh, you are correct. He so definitely Jason, played as such. Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley is in it. Yeah, and we figured out today that uh, Frank, Frank Stallone. Stallone. Frank Stallone is in it for like two seconds. Yeah. So anyway, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy, Billy Bob, Bob BBT. Yeah, I'd say Bob. BBT is probably the third best actor or a fourth best in this movie, and he's barely in it. Well, that's, um, your, that's your Batista theorem. Like, if an actor's in something for one scene, that he qualifies. His scenes are his two scenes are really fucking good, though. He looks so, so much different. Like, I didn't even look, realize it, it was him. It, uh, this is how I, I've got the performances ranked. Is as such. It's obviously Holiday's number one. Bean is number two. I'm giving Powers Booth number three, and then Russell's at fourth. Even though I think Russell's fantastic in this movie. Powers Booth is excellent. I've got I've got your first two. Locked. I'm with you on that. I'm putting. I am putting Russell. I'm putting Russell in the three slot. I'm putting Billy Bob in the four slot. Powers Booth is in there. Stephen Lang is making an argument to be high up in that bitch. Honestly, like we're gonna get into it in the end. One of the worst performances in this movie. I don't think is his fault. Is Bill Paxton's. Bill Paxton's like kind of bad in this movie. He's not the scene where he's talking. Well, fuck it. Here we go. So now. So Mexican wedding gets built, broken up by the Cowboys. Cowboys fuck some shit up, and then you realize they're all dicks. Cowboys, the Cowboys are a gang. The Cowboys are a gang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not the Dallas Cowboys who can't fuck anything up. No. <laughs> so now, uh, then you're introduced to the Earp, uh, the Earp clan. You've got Wyatt, you've got Virgil, and you've got uh, Morgan. Morgan. And they're all coming into town to seek their fortune. They're done being lawmen. They're done with whatever else. They're, they're out to go get paid and get laid. So now they're coming to Tombstone. Uh, everyone's like, oh, my God, you're the herbs. Can you please solve all the crimes? And they're like, fuck you. We're here for the money. So then they show up to town. They slap the fuck out of Billy Bob Thornton. They end up becoming like a 25% stake in a gambling casino. And then you are intro- – oh, but at some point by a cut scene, you're introduced to Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer, who is the number one slot in this movie. He is outstanding. I don't know if this is his best movie, but it probably is his best movie. Uh, it's everybody's, but I don't. I, I've said this joking before, but like I can't think of a performance that I enjoy more in a movie than Val Kilmer's Doc Holiday. It's like, very, period. It's really fucking great. Um, no, like, <laughs> like so. Anyway, you're introduced to them. Fake teeth in this movie. There's something about his mouth in this movie that I, I was, think he's got fake teeth. I don't know. I felt like he had like fronts or something. Like, I think the mustache. I mean, he might. 
it might be a reference to the real Doc Holiday being a dentist or something. Maybe he had like real big fake caps or it's something. Like the way, like I something I never. I mean, you know, I've seen this movie a thousand times, so it's just something I was paying attention to that I never did before. But it's like you can kind of see the way he talks. Like, and again, he does. He's like a weird method guy, so he might have something in his mouth to cause him to do that or something. Yeah, I'll put but, something uh, in your mouth to make you do that. So now. <laughs> Like, if you would have told me he went out and got tuberculosis to be in this movie, I would believe it. Yeah. <laughs> That's some David Lewis shit. Hard. Like, yeah. My boy is sweaty this whole movie. So anyway, uh, the rest of the movie is basically a series of vignettes of, like, adventures and misadventures about, <laughs> about Tombstone, like, run-ins and almost run-ins with the Cowboys. This acting troupe comes to town. You find out that... Kurt Russell's wife's addicted to laudanum and then maybe Sam Elliott and Bill Paxton bought their wives off of whatever eBay was back in the 1860s or whatever. Um, it, it comes to a bit of a head when uh, Powers Booth gets all hopped up on opium and shoots the sheriff in the chest by accident as he's howling at the moon, which is an amazing scene. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and then the 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 herbs feel like they need to become the law against Wyatt's advice because he's like this is fucking stupid I know where this goes do not get yourself involved but they get themselves involved anyway yeah because they're all they're all retired lawmen I don't well not Morgan I think Virgil was Morgan's just like the baby brother so you have the shootout the OK Corral and that sets up the Cowboys for revenge the Cowboys get revenge by killing Bill Paxton uh, severely, uh, basically naming uh, Sam Elliott, and then that sets off Kurt Russell on a revenge tip with him and Michael Rooker and uh, Turkey Creek Jack, whatever, and something Jack Vermillion, something like that. It, well, it's Texas Jack Vermillion's one of them. The other one's like something. Tur- Creek. It's Turkey Creek Jack something and Texas Jack Vermillion. Like, I don't know if you touched on this or not, but, like, the the express purpose of the scene of getting rid of Morgan is so they can get all the women out of the movie in one show because they have no idea what to do with them. Yeah, they don't, yeah. They don't know. The director of this movie, this is his best movie, and I don't think he knows that. He's direct. The three things that I've seen that he has done are Rambo, First Blood Part 2, Cobra. I've seen four things, Leviathan, and this. What's it's amazing. Leviathan, Leviathan is not is the, the abyss. sexy sister film to the abyss. Yeah, it's terrible. I kind of prefer. Got... Le... I, I kind of like Leviathan. Oh, I love the abyss. You like it better than the abyss? I don't know. Maybe better is strong, but like I actually it's really different. like Leviathan. I... Well, because yeah. the alien in Leviathan is actually the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's got as Peter well it Weller. should be because things right. that are foreign are evil. It's got Peter Weller and uh, Colonel Troutman or whatever. Yeah. So Richard Crenna. Uh, yeah. So then you've got the rest of the movie is just revenge. And it's just Kurt Russell and his boys fucking shit up, shooting Powers Booth in a lake or a river or some shit. That one Um, of the best scenes in the whole movie is like they're like surrounded. And Kurt Russell's big strategy is just to go aggro and like like storm in and just shoot everybody. So that was I was reading up on that. That's actually I don't know if that's actually true, but something along that lines is true that like he had never Wyatt Earp managed to never get shot ever, so it's like almost like he's got like a um, fortune aura around him from Metal Gear Solid Two, where the right. bullets just curve around him at all times. Can um, we talk about how great Powers Booth's one line is when uh, they tell him that they're leaving town, and he just goes, "Well, bye." bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the look on his face is so good. Like he is Powers Booth is not he's awesome. He's also not Stacy Keach. I always get those two mixed up. They look um, like. So then, yeah, then it's just revenge, revenge, revenge. Then you get the great scene with Johnny Ringo. And then the movie kind of slows down and then ends with a little bit of, like, you know, a little goodbye moments. One plot point that that is more developed and then it kind of ends, slows down, and then kind of ends part is the Doc Holliday getting progressively closer and closer to death. Yeah, from tuberculosis. Yeah, he looks like dog shit through the whole movie, and he progressively gets worse and worse. But I mean, like, like that's he like that's yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. It's, it's fun. It's two hours and seven minutes long, and it's I lo- I can't think about this movie objectively. I love it. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's it's re- like I said before. It's just really good. It's just a really good movie. It's a it is a the thing I couldn't stop thinking about when I watched this time is this movie is the biggest Hollywood throwback. This is like a big throwback to like John Ford westerns, like classic Hollywood epic western movies. Like it's very like stagey it's not trying to be naturalistic or real which is something that like every movie nowadays tries to do so it's like it's a big sea change to watch this where it's like well yeah it's like of its time it's like but it's not it's not trying to look realistic like it's very hollywood it's very you know it's it's very much you know yeah when you're you're saying that like it reminds me a lot of like not because of the type of movie it is, but it reminds me a lot of like the Dirty Dozen or the yeah, Great right. Escape, like that, like those yeah. big bombastic, like a huge bum, cast, bum, yeah, bum. A big ensemble. Yeah, I want to. I do want to explore some of the movie's flaws, though, before I give it a ten unwarranted. But I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so I, I do. I'm gonna give it a, here. Here's the thing. I'm gonna give it a ten because I love this. There, movie. there is zero danger of this movie getting anything less than a ten. I think from anybody but Alec. So, um. Here's some of the flaws that I just want to talk about. One, besides the fact that I hate all women, all the female scenes in this movie can go away. Like, all of them. The romance scenes, any interaction with the wives. And it's not because they don't matter. It's just they don't matter because the director didn't know what the fuck to do with them. They're 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 just filler scenes. They're pointless. I mean... It, well, it's almost like the the actress is introduced for the not gays, but he already has a wife, so maybe that's some kind of like historical like touchstone. There, yeah, I don't. No, understand it's true. It is true that that's like okay. that he left his wife for um, what's her name, the, the actress. Well, what's um, funny is what Sean said it analog, but he's right. Like they had to make his wife, his wife uh, Wyatt Earp's wife, like a an irredeemable drug addict immediately. So you like forget about her. So you don't feel like wider piece of shit for basically cheating on his wife immediately. Well, <laughs> well he even tries, like well, he even, they even give him the nod where he tries to like talk her into the things he wants from this other lady. I know. Yeah. She's like, no. Well, he also does that very like lip service. Like, Hey, maybe we should just move. So I don't fuck this chick in the next three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're like an arch Bushman when you're like, I got to move. So yeah, I don't right. fuck this lady. And, and that is nodded too, also because of like Val Kilmer's little line about, well, here's your shot to prove that you're not going to get moved by her. And then it gets, yeah, uh, you get yes, that you wonderful line. Oak. Quiet, you are an oak. Every line Doc Holliday had this movie is excellent. Like it, it's a very singular performance where like he does not deliver a piece of dialogue that is not fantastic in the entire it's movie. It's all quotable. It's amazing. You're not a Daisy. <laughs> you don't know Daisy. Uh, uh, Johnny, I forgot you were there. Uh, you, you may, may go. go now. <laughs> Johnny Tyler, you mad cat. <laughs> um, so let's see what else is slowing. Bill Paxton. His bit about God and seeing a light, not when he's dying, because that's actually not bad. That's, well, that's actually, why they, they set that up. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, but that the, scene the, the, is so forced and terrible. The real problem is you don't need the Earp brothers in the movie at all, other than the fact that, again, I guess if they're trying to be somewhat historically accurate, they have to be there for the shootout. Yeah. yeah. But like, and apparently Virgil was more important in the shootout than Wyatt was, historically. Yeah, I... I, but watching the the tone of the movie, I don't want to watch any of that shit. I just want to watch him and Doc Holliday shoot people and then be quippy. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I can I say that like we uh, we talk a lot about montages on this show, and usually they symbolize something that's bad. This movie has two really good just violence montages. They're almost like Godfather esque. Very is, good. Like, yeah, which is feel- yeah, really kind of peck and paw. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, this this movie is like, they are. like yeah, I was gonna say this movie's like crazy violent for like a big mainstream movie. Yeah, there's a there's a scene where a guy like gets he gets like hit in the face or something while he's on his horse, and it's just this blood just oh, like blood just falls. And that stunt man might be dead. Dude, there's some great stunt work in this movie. Like amazing there's, stunt work. I, I wanted. To, I wish I could screen cap it. There's a scene where they're get they're out in the middle of the the old West stage. Um, and there's an extra with so much dirt on his face. He looks like he's in blackface. It looks like Al Jolson. It's like, they really needed to calm down on like the face dirt. 
Mm. Well, I, I thought that uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Lang, like he just looked dirty and disgusting. Dude, like Stephen whole- Lang is so good in this movie. It's fantastic. Like it's it's like nuts. Like his character is such like a piece of shit, but he sells it so hard. It's it's so funny with Stephen Lang because he's actually in Manhunter too. I think Sean touched on it when I was talking about it. But like in that movie, he's like this like sleazy news reporter and he's got like curly red hair and he looks totally different. Then you see him in Tombstone, he looks totally different. Now he's like this jacked ass meat muscle. Uh yeah, meat muscle. Meat, meat muscle. Meat muscle. Um it's just he's a he's one of those uh chameleon actors. Here's, Except he's always humongous, like he can't hide that. Here's my here's my last flaw with the movie, and then I'll we'll, we'll move on just sucking its dick. Um, the scene with Johnny Ringo and Doc Holliday should have been the 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 culmination of that should have been the end of all of the 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 hunting down the cowboys violence, like because. I feel like after that, you've got that one last little montage where Ike gives up his thing and there's still some more shooting. Then they shake hands on the horse and then you're at the sanitarium. Don't do that. Do it the other way around and finish it. Like, let Johnny Ringo be the last thing that happens. Yeah, let Holiday just keep die coughing after he shoots Johnny Ringo, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Right? No, here's the deal, right? They wanted him to die in the sanitarium because that's how it really happened. But also, how it really happened was after the OK Corral. Uh, fucking Wyatt Earp and his boys killed three cowboys that they thought were responsible for the assassination of of Morgan, and that was it. Not, not yeah, not, like apparently Holiday rampage. Yeah, Holiday was like in Colorado when a lot of this shit happened, like afterwards. Yeah, and that's where the Santor. Yeah, so but like if you wanted to have fun with it, like artsy fun with it, he fucking kills Johnny Ringo, and then he dies there. He has that moment with fucking. Uh, with Kurt Russell dying under the tree of tuberculosis. I love that. That's a great idea. Um, but yeah, those are my only those are my only flaws with the movie. They're not that heavy for flaws. It's like still not going to get it at 10, but that's the it, it, those are the problems. Everything else is just straight gas. Alec, what did you think about it? <laughs> straight gas. <laughs> <clears throat> um, it was alright. <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, you do hate westerns. We've established this, and he hates long movies. Y- y'all know me. You know <laughs> y'all know how I make my living hating westerns and shit that's <laughs> over two hours. I don't like westerns, and I don't like things that are over two hours. Uh, this movie broke both of those. Whoa! Both of those like core tenets of my movie watching. If you're going to be two hours long, you better be a Marvel movie, <laughs> unless you're Tombstone. Boom! Oh, what is your history with this movie, Alec? Like, I know I've we've all seen, seen it. it a million times. Oh, you've, you've never, never seen, it? seen it? Nope, never seen it. Not once. Wow. Well, that's yeah, still there. that's an interesting. We're all dumbfounded. Blown away. <laughs> really? We're really. Uh, yeah, it was one of those movies that was on TNT like every day. Like that's not like Shawshank. So I would have just assumed everybody had seen this in some form or another. Yeah, but you know, when I was younger, like, and I, I mean, you guys know I don't like westerns. Like, have you this always would have got like grouped western? in in my in my head? This would have been grouped with uh, the Quick and the Dead, Unforgiven, and I just would have out of oh, western, like I would have turned it off. Like, I don't like I don't like westerns. I wouldn't have watched this if it wasn't mandatory for the show. And Unforgiven so good, though. Quick and the Dead's not bad. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the Quick and the Dead. I'm not one of them, I but, like, like yeah. Isn't that Sam Raimi? Didn't he make that? Yeah, before he fell off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few things from what you guys were talking about earlier. Uh, the guy who... Di- so the original director fired after he shot the Charlton Heston scenes. Oh, really? And then the guy who actually directed it reshot those and other stuff. But Kurt Russell apparently said that Kurt Russell basically directed the whole thing. Huh. And the guy was just there to, like, smooth things out. Interesting. I mean, that would kind of so explain it. Basically, Kurt Russell's movie. Well, because the other, I mean, the other things that this guy has made are nothing, they're nowhere near as good as this. 
I mean, maybe so. Well, Kurt Russell hasn't directed anything either, though. So I guess he was... maybe he has. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe... Yeah. You know what? Maybe you're. Maybe he has, and maybe he, he has. has. Maybe he's a shadow director. Oh, I was shit. watching. Like, I, I was I watching think a couple different. Oh, go sorry. Good. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think a couple different people touched on this in the in the text, but um, this is like the ultimate men's movie. This is like a man's version of a chick flick. Yeah. Like it is a movie by men for men. Like this that movie, is it. This movie has the biggest dick of any movie. This movie is dick <laughs> fucking enormous. This is the most masculine movie you Since can ever Predator. No, it's more masculine than Predator. But that's what I should say on the box. It's more masculine than Predator. It's well, more masculine than Three Hundred. It is. I agree because Predator movie. has a like a female protagonist that does that things. actually matters. Yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah, the This movie does. Uh, th- this this movie you couldn't even put this movie through the Bechdel test because the women are so. I useful. tried. I think the only two they like all their lines were "Where's Morgan?" and "Do you have heroin?" It's funny too because like the like uh, I, I it reminds me of like Infernal Affairs. It's a movie I really like, the Chinese movie. Yeah, uh, but there's no like th- that's another movie that like there's like no women in the movie at all. Like it's completely male driven. And well, they don't have women in China. They all end up in a sack at the bottom of a lake. I'm not saying the female characters are a bad thing, but it always is strange when you see a movie because I guess in. You know, in, in, in all American movies, it's like a checklist thing. Like, you have to have, you know, a romance lead. You have to have, you know, supporting female characters. But, like, when you when you see a movie that's, like, completely devoid of that, it, like, sticks out like a sore thumb. You're like, wait. Well, it's really funny because the scene where, like, the one kind of romantic scene in the movie where he's, like, on the horse. Like, yeah. you, it feels like the movie's bored. With the scene, yeah. like they gotta rush through it real quick. And that movie just starts with a conversation like, "Your horse is horny." Yep, <laughs> they can smell it. <laughs> this right, is not this a metaphor at all. <laughs> is this Kurt Russell's best movie? No, yeah, I think so. What's his best movie? Really better than the thing. He's uh, really good in the thing. Really good in the. Th- he's really he's good. Best really performance good or best movie? Best performance. Uh. He's super good in this. Like I was watching this yes. with Liz, and as I'm watching it, I'm just going, "I think Kurt Russell's my favorite actor of all time." I fucking yeah, I, love I, him in everything, and I love well, him in this. Yeah, he's fantastic. I think it was a uh, f this movie. The the Kurt Russell rule states that Kurt Russell rules. I mean, like that's just fucking awesome. <laughs> that's true. Um, like, <laughs> that's great. Like, it's <laughs> it's a uh, it's hard to think because he's like, he's great in Escape from New York, obviously. Like. Yeah, um, he's great in the thing. It's not a, he's great in Big Trouble yeah, it's in not, China. He's great yeah, in this. He's great in Overboard. He's great. Big Trouble in Little China might be his best performance because he's he's doing a lot in that. Yeah, because like all these other characters, he's great as, but they're very like one note, like serious men. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of going out a lot. He's going. He's going out a little bit for that. But he's going out a little bit of that in Overboard. I love Overboard. Yeah. He's really like, good. Like he's really it, good. It's sad that, like. He's yeah, he's such a great actor, but he is like I said, the third or fourth best performance in this movie. His movie's like stacked. Yeah, Michael really. Bean. To your point, I think this is Michael Bean is so outstanding in this movie. Yeah. Like because like, nobody can go toe to toe with uh, Kilmer in this movie except him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They are they 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 are good antithesis of each other. Like that's like their build up is that scene where they're spinning the guns and spinning the shot glasses yeah. at each other and they're speaking Latin and then the fucking yeah. sheriff's like, we don't need trouble in any language. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> it seems he's an educated man now. I really, really hate him. Like, yeah, all of his lines are quotable. Yeah, he's really good. Just right from the opening where I put that gif up where it's like. Quoting the Bible, behold a pale horse, and on the rider was death. Like you it's ignorant, so good, you ignorant wretch! Your Spanish is yeah. worse than your English. <laughs> well, and I don't know about you guys, but like I think like with the Michael Bean character, like in the very beginning, I thought that they kind of set him up like he was like he was, what's what's uh, Powers Booth's character's name? Like Stinky Steve. Bill. Yeah, uh, curly, curly, curly Bill, Bill. Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Like, yeah, broches. I feel like he he feels like he's indebted to him and he's like stuck with him because like 
the, the scene in the beginning in the wedding, he seems kind of like detached from all that. And then he shoots that priest and it's like a weird thing. But then like he asks him when they're watching the Faust play, he's like about making the deal with the devil. And he has the line like I already did. Like no, I felt like, yeah, I felt their like, relationship is the exact same. There is just as the exact same as Wyatt Earps and Val Kilmer's. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, it's, and it, this movie who. is like Nate, like Nate pointed this out about Jaws, which I had never realized until Nate pointed it out. So shout out Nate. Like this is just a bromance movie. Like this is bromancing the stone. Like this is just nothing but men loving each other. Damn it right. is Val Kilmer in love with Kurt Russell and vice versa. And it's Powers Booth and Johnny Ringo. And then it's also Stephen Lang and Thomas Hayden Church. Like you see how hurt how, or, uh, Kilmer plays it when he's like, Dr. Saint, you're fine. You don't have to get mixed up in this. And he's like, he gives him that look like, how dare you? He says it. Like, like how exclude you say me? that to me? Yeah. And there's that scene where Kurt Russell's like, hell, Doc, I got a lot of friends. And Doc's like, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good scene. <laughs> I, I I know I keep saying it, but like legitimately, I don't think there's a better performance in a movie than Kilmer and Hol- as Holiday. Like I'll go to my grave with that. Like he is perfect. Not a missed line, not a no. missed look. Like he like the way he stands. Like everything is so good. Like it's it's almost absurd. I do want to talk about like if we're gonna gloat over stuff. Uh, that scene, the a non Kilmer based scene. When Billy Bob Thornton and Kurt Russell go at it, like right at the beginning, like at the Pharaoh table, and the whole yeah. bit, it's like, I, I'm gonna misquote it, but it's like, you talk a big game for someone who doesn't go heels. Like, yeah, you don't have to go heels to get the drop on a guy like you. It's like, is that a fact? Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. fact. Their dialogue is a lot funnier if it's like you think it's gay porn because he's like, all their things are like, you want to whip that horse? Like, no, you're not gonna whip that horse. Skin oh, yeah. that Skin smoke that smoke wagon. wagon. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. And then Kurt Russell has that great line after he's arresting uh, Curly Bill. He's got the gun right on Stephen Lang's forehead. It's like, your boys, might, your buddies might get me in a rush, but not before I turn your head into a canoe. I'm like, <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. God damn it. You die first. Yeah. And the look, Stephen Lang, the look at Stephen Lang. I think that might have been a loaded gun because Stephen Lang looks fucking terrified. <laughs> 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 Stephen Lang sells the shit out of that. He looks like legitimately scared that Kurt Russell's gonna blow his brains out the back of his head. All right, I, yeah. It's, what do you say about fucking Tombstone? Well, let's get into five knuckle shuffles and find out. Uh, we're all we all know what three of us are giving this, so. It only seems fair to send it to the one person where it's a little it's in flux. I'm not sure what's it gonna well, let's be. Let's just verify let's just well say let's just verify the room first and then get in there. It's a ten. All right, fine, fine. Go ahead. I'm saying Dog. it's a ten. Objectively, if I didn't have like such a hard on for this movie, it's probably an eight, but I can't do that. It's a ten. I love this movie. End of statement. I'm gonna say objectively and subjectively it's a ten because like the parts like that aren't great are so overmatched by the parts that are great. Like it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Uh, it's also a 10 for me, dog. This movie is goddamn. It's a classic. I mean, it really is. Uh, it ranks up there with all the, uh, like it's one of the best Westerns ever made. Like a best Western of any, <laughs> of any, also, of any, also one of the uh, best hotels ever made. Oh yeah. Solid, solid hotel. Bless uh, up Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah. Oh shit, he was the spokesperson for Best Western. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, wow. he's fucking amazing. I objectively, it's a ten. Subjectively, it's a ten. It's a ten all the way around. It's. I mean, we've talked about it this whole time. We've had really very little negative to say. Um, it's it's amazing. It's a it's a it's a Hollywood classic. Like I, it's wonderful. I love it. Ten for me, dog. Alec. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, mm, I guess it's gonna be a ten. Yeah! Oh, oh my god! god. Like, it's a western, which means it's, it's actually two, a twelve. It's a two-hour, seven-minute western. Yeah. It's a fourteen. There's this is impossible. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's like it's crazy how much I liked this movie. Wow! Hey, all right. really, that's great. Like, I was literally sitting on the edge of the couch, like, watching it, like, leaning forward. I was so, like, enthralled by it. Oh, I know. I'm getting you for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, it's it's quieter. It's outstanding. The performances are all great. I got goosebumps when uh, I think it's at the train station where he sends oh. Ike. He sends Ike away, and he says, "You tell him I'm coming, and I'm bringing hell with me." Oh, I just yeah. realized that's the first time you got to hear that line. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. yeah, I would have. So I, I wish I could have watched this with you, but I probably would have ruined it by talking over it the entire time. Yeah, you you would have just been watching me, watching yeah. my reaction. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would just sat there with popcorn watching Alec. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's outstanding and like shocking. This is fantastic. Every, every everybody is so good at it. It's like crazy. It's the best news in twenty twenty. You get you get all you get all these great actors you know are great actors, but how often do they all get in the same movie and all have like out of this world performances at the same time? It's uh, yeah. it's 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 hard it's hard to believe. Um, but also, yeah, I agree with us some of, with the some of the criticisms like like you said, like the whole plot, the subplot with the. Uh, with the actress, like that didn't need to be in there at all. It didn't add a thing to the movie, except for getting Dana Delaney a acting role. Yeah. Um, Why do I know that name? Because she's uh, she was a uh, joke in the uh, Animaniacs uh, intro. You know how they used to change it like every time, yeah. like Dana Delaney. She wasn't in Super. Mar- she wasn't the same check for Super Mario Brothers, right? They had similar names. Uh, I don't believe she that was. Is wasn't that Samantha Morton? I no, don't recall. Mario Brothers. It was Samantha Morton Joe. Okay. Um, I'm glad we stopped for that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, this movie is this movie is uh is tremendous. It's like the best performance I've seen from several actors, all in the same movie. Like, or Kilmer's so good, it's like it's hard to watch him in other things. Like, what happened to that guy? Did you just use up all your acting points in this movie, and it's all done now? I mean, he's really good in <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I argue That's he's true. really he's good. Will I mean, you're right. You're right. He's really good in a lot of stuff, but he's not this good. He's not this good. Yeah. No, this is his high water mark. Like he is just like he's really good in MacGruber. Yes. Yes. Dieter Dieter von Kunt still doesn't stand up to a Doc Holliday. He's he's like these he's transcendent in this role and everything else he's good in. Like he's uh, Yeah. Uh, real quick, how did y'all watch this? I watched it I on Amazon it. IMDb. I so own it. But yeah. I watched it with commercials. I, that shit sucks. I did this, Those I did commercials the same thing. are so annoying. Yeah. Oh. Eh, whatever. Yeah, I watched it on RA DVD because I I put it on the IMDb thing and it was like nine thousand commercials. It's like no thanks. Yeah, it was like I really didn't many... think it was. I didn't think the commercials were that bad. Oh man, yeah. I, that's how I, that's how I watched it. It got annoying to me because it was like, how many times can I see this Charmin commercial? Like it's like enough. But whatever. I I, I guess I can't complain watching something for free. I mean, I can. I just did. Uh, I was surprised I didn't have this on Blu-ray. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not on Blu-ray? No, no. I'm surprised I didn't have it on Blu-ray. Oh. I thought I did. Uh, all right. I have it in one of those cardboard fold-over uh, with the black plastic clasp of DVDs. So, this, one, this one's got a map in it and a bunch of other crazy shit. That's cool. It's supposed to be the director's cut, which I don't know what, what it had in it. The, the other ones didn't. Can, uh, can I go next week? I watched the trailer sure. for something today. And we're gonna get back into shit land. Like we we gotta balance. Is it out the John movie. Holmes movie you did? No, that movie. I hate that movie. Gogs loves that movie. Hollywood. I yeah, I know. It's terrible. Uh, no, we're gonna watch Gun. It's, it's Val Kilmer and Fifty Cent. Oh, Is it based God. on the PlayStation game of the same name? I hope so. Uh, so, if you guys didn't know, Val Kilmer is in his like Steven Seagal phase. Like, if you look up his IMDb, like the movies he's in nowadays are just like straight to Redbox. So, uh, this looks like one of them. It looks really horrible, and I'm uh, excited to see Fifty Cent. Uh, I believe this is the movie where Fifty Cent lost like 200 pounds for nothing for a movie that nobody watched. Is he billed as 50 Cent or is he billed as Curtis 50 Cent Jackson? It's actually, he... oh, I'm looking at the poster. It is Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. There you go. Where my skull? It's called, oh yeah. Dude, why don't they make a Blood in the Sand movie? That game. <laughs> uh, is this a pre or post throat cancer, Kilmer? 
Uh, post, I believe. It's like came out. When did that? Because Kilmore was in some movie recently, and his voice is so bad they ADR'd his entire performance. This is 2010. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, very much looking forward to it. The trailer is something else. So, oh my. Uh, We have some uh, upcoming. Uh, an upcoming episode on uh, if we do it, if we continue doing it on Sundays. Oh, we have an extra episode? On, on, no, but if we do continue doing it every Sunday, then huh? on November 21st will be our 250th episode. Holy shit. God damn. Crazy. Totally crazy. Uh, also, have we done 50 episodes since that one? Think of all the money we haven't made. Yeah, we're in the red. Uh, we didn't talk about fucking Sean Connery died. That shit sucks. Yeah. I was not. He had a good run. Shout out to a real one. Shout out. Yeah, it's yeah, hard I to talk got... about it because everybody was like, rah, 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 rah. he punched yeah. his wife or whatever. Yeah. Well, nobody's perfect. And I never got a... that uh, LXG2 movie that I wanted. <laughs> you showed me a 90-year-old man that didn't do some problematic thing in his life. Like, come on. Do you know why he made LXG? Did I ever tell you that story? No. Because he passed on the Matrix, and like it ended up being the biggest thing ever, and he passed on it because he didn't understand it. Like he's like, I don't get this. Who is so he? Supposed he assumed to be Morpheus? Be Morpheus. Yeah, he's supposed to be Morpheus. <laughs> he passed, and then like this script came. He's like, oh, this is more comic book bullshit. It'll probably make a billion dollars, and it did not. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shit in the theater. It was so. Oh bad. yeah. Uh, I, it, the movie was so bad. Like TJ lent me the book, and it took me like months to actually sit down and read it. I was like, oh, "There ain't no way this is gonna be the good." Book's good. The comic's pretty good. The third, yeah, the, the third volume is not very good, in my opinion. I don't know. I really like the one with the War of the Worlds volume, whichever one that was. That's the second one. Second, yeah, I believe. And then the third one's like a novel, basically. There's like the Black Dossier or whatever. Oh, yeah, take it easy, Jonathan Hickman. It's uh, yeah. It's mostly like handwritten stuff, or not. You know what I mean. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Anyway, all right. That's the show, everybody. Uh, uh, oh shit! Alec and I have something to promote. Oh yeah. Uh, we're on uh, this week's episode of a Vague Idea podcast. We're talking Simpsons. Uh, I we we recorded that so long ago, I forgot we did it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like. August. He posted it today. I was like, "Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that." Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because he actually goes back Nate. and like edits stuff. He doesn't just slam whatever shit on there without going, "Ooh, that was racist." Come on and slam. <laughs> and welcome to the jam. Why haven't we done Space Jam? Uh, that's a good question. Two hundred fiftieth episode. Just, we'll do. We should just review the soundtrack because that soundtrack slaps. It does. It does. It you slaps. hit him high. Hit him high. Hit him high. It's impossible yeah. to find. What? Really? Space no, Jam? you can't but try and find that CD. Like you want that CD. It's hard to find. Why would I buy a CD, CD? bro? They got I it on Spotify. Back of my car. I believe I can fly. Have you just been moving it from the back car window of every car you've had since nineteen ninety seven? No, I bought it. I found it at uh at the Fells Point flea market a few years ago. I got <laughs> oh, I bought heavens. that. I bought that in the spin doctors for like Hell yeah. A dollar a piece. Wait, but it's Spin Doctors mixed. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Apparently, you can get the soundtrack. Uh, of course, you can get it. You can get it on, on Amazon used. I take it back. Oh, apparently, you get it on vinyl for 150 bucks. What oh, nice. psychopath is buying the vinyl for Space Jam? Like, I can't listen to this if it's not on vinyl. The audio CD is so they can, The so audio they can use it when 30. they scratch. Records. Oh, Dude, imagine what DJ was like scratching records and dropped, hit him high in the middle of it. I'm like, you don't. People would go ape shit. They would love that. DJ Mads. Yeah, no, it's DJ Rod Mad Flavor. <laughs> yeah, what was that? What was that uh, advertisement in the Catonsville Applebee's? It was like that. DJ, was it? Was that yeah, DJ Rod Mad Flavor? Yeah. Not to promote other shows, but if you watch the Screen Rant pitch meeting for Space Jam, it's pretty amazing. Why can't we promote? Who cares? <laughs> what, so what? <laughs> well, because they're our competitor. They're a direct competitor. <laughs> How are Cutting they? Our market <laughs> share. Slicing our pie. They're on YouTube, so that's we're not on YouTube. I mean, yeah, we, but they exist. 
we uh, we have a channel. I never use it. Just I need the, the fact that we exist matters. Like I looked at that channel not that long ago, and like a couple of the episodes have like several thousand views. But I think it's just people thinking they're going to get to watch the movie because <laughs> it's like those Dolph Lundgren movies are probably like, sweet. I can watch. Uh, I come in peace. It's like, oh no, never mind. I can, I should probably go into the the like uh, what do you call them? I could look. They have like the analytics. I could see how long people actually listen. I should pay attention to that, but I'm very bad at my job. I don't. Fifteen I don't, seconds. I don't. Oh, I don't yeah. Uh, anyway. Um. All right, everybody. You know the deal. Go eat your own ass. Vote on Tuesday. You know the deal. Mm. Yeah. Good night, boys. Good night. Don't forget to use your nails, boys. <laughs> it's the Scoutmaster. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.